The opinions expressed in these interviews are not necessarily those of YYC Records and its subsidiaries. 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 Yes, for me, I found Was my this escape. your first single, like after, like, yeah, after that got you back into the music? Yeah, I had singles before that, but yeah. they weren't really telling the truth about me. Yeah. I was trying to rap like someone who I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I still get ridicule from haters and all that, like, yo, you try to rap like J. Cole, you try to rap like Kendrick. Honestly, in my mind, I don't really care, because, like, they're the guys who I listen to. And to be compared to someone of that magnitude, I find it as a compliment. I'm like, you're comparing me to Colin Kendrick like I spit on them or try to be like Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of YYYC, a show where we uncover, discover, and present to you the talent shaping Calgary urban identity. I'm your host, Telly Bamba, and we meet with the one and only Lyric. Episode 7. How have you been, man? How how was uh, what did you do yesterday or this week? How how was the yeah, week? Yeah, uh, week's been pretty tiring with work and all that. But mm. yesterday was pretty good. I got to see DJ Quick, man. Oh no, yeah. no way! Freaking DJ Quick, man. DJ Quick, like what did you what did you see? Him? Palace Theater. But before that, like I ran by him, like one of like a friend said, it was probably one of the best celebrity stories he could hear. And I was walking by Stephen Ab. Yeah. And then I saw this dude with these two other homies who you clearly know they're not from the Calgary scene. Like they have that Cali swagger. And then I came up and I said, yo, quick. And then he looked at me and he had a grin. Like he looked at me with a grin. It's like, yo, cuz, you know, I've been walking since back there all the way over here. And you're the first guy to say hi to me. And I'm DJ like, quick. DJ quick. And yeah. I'm like, he was chopping up. He was like asking me some stuff, asked me where it's good to eat, asked me where it's good to smoke. And then... Asked me how the hip hop scene was there, a music scene in general, and I was like, yeah, it's dope, man. Tonight's gonna be good. And then I just made a bold move and it's like, yeah, I have my music here and it's on Spotify. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yo, Roy, give me a Spotify, man. And that's what made everything for me. It's like, oh shit, Spotify. It's like, DJ, I hope he listens to it on his flight back today yeah, yeah, yeah. to Cali. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. DJ Quick, man, like, yeah. You need to have your stuff on social or on streaming services because that's yeah, the easiest that's way to. Easiest way, man. Well, in the past, you'll be like, yo, you want to grab this? Yeah, you don't yeah. even know if they're going to grab it. But the fact that yeah. they check the Spotify and then. Yeah, like, he, like that's what, what amazed me with him because, like, I could give him a CD, but who knows? If he gets really trashed after mm -hmm. the show, he'd throw it out. Mm -hmm. But um, when I gave, he asked for his phone or yeah. probably his homie's phone. Then, you know, you got Spotify, and it's like, yeah, put it in, my man. Like, it makes it a bit more personal. And then he, he grabbed something, and he's like, yeah, see ya, boss. And it was like so clear, because it was just like less than 24 hours yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Sheesh. DJ Step Quick. Out. DJ Quick, just before you join us, man. So ho hopefully pretty soon you'll meet someone in the street that'll be like, yo, Lyric. Like, uh, yeah. No, man, it's going to be, I hope so, one, but it's going to be one, uh, one day, one of the goals. It's in the so, bucket list for sure, man. Yeah. yeah. So Lyric, how did you come up with the name? Lyric. No one has asked me that, man. Like, no one oh, has ever what? asked me that. Like, no one has ever asked me that. And uh, it's right. it started out way back. I, I always found it awkward to look for MC aliases or rapper mm -hmm. names. Like, my name, my real name is Edward Q. So it, it was like Drake, Edward. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, man. Nah. It's like <laughs> J. Cole, Jermaine Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick. And it's like, you know... Biggie Smalls, that had flavor, but it's so hard to have that swag. And like mm -hmm. Tupac, Shakur, Tupac. Mm -hmm. 
DJ Quick is himself, it's like he already established that D- Dr. Dre is Andre. It's like yeah. for me, it's like I had a name before, which was Ed Thome. But it sounded so awkward, yeah. man. So I was like, Ed Thome is called? It's like Ed Thome. So my name is Edward and Thomas. Yeah. Like, Ed Thome. Like, no, so it don't work out. So everything like came full circle when with all the new music com- came in. So mm-hmm. I was like um on a break for a while. Like I was um I wasn't making music for a while. And then I started getting new beats, having new energy, having new ideas and doing songs. And I'm like, I want to change my name up. And then it was just supposed to be L-Y-R-I-Q at first. Yeah. I was just supposed to be Q, but there's this rapper in uh, Houston with the name Q. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, someone's already taking it. And then it was L-Y-R-I-Q. But then it was just afterwards, it was like pretty much... um, Nah, something doesn't feel right with it. So I started Googling, like, no one had that name. Well, a few artists in Paris have that name, but they're, like, more Bossa Nova, more um, different genres. And then I'm the only sort of guy left in my family line with a last name. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to carry it over to whatever I'm going to go with. So it came up lyric. And it always still has a weird pronunciation. Like, when I do shows, it would be like, they pronounce it in French, like lyric. Yeah, and like a friend yeah, of mine, was, yeah, and like my, a friend of mine was joking me, like she was saying, "Oh, I thought it was lyrique," but she was obviously like pulling my leg and shit. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. "Yeah, it's lyric." Like every now and then, if I if someone invites me to a show to perform or a show, or if I send an application for a show, I always like lyric open close parenthesis. It's pronounced as lyric L A R I C, but yeah. 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 But I just like found it as a name because I'm like, I'm a guy who focuses besides flow. Mm. Like, the flow easily comes in. Mm-hmm. But it, I want the words to make sense. I want the words to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Not my, if not my story, my friend's story, but in my own words. So I'm like, yeah, lyric. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, lyrics. Yeah, lyrics. Short yeah. and simple. So yeah, that, that's and then when you about. listen to the music, you're like, okay, yeah, well, he's lyric for a reason. <laughs> Thanks, like, man. Yeah, yeah. The, Thanks, the raps man. and then the way you actually pen your stuff, you actually... Yeah. It makes sense. It's like storytelling. Like I was, I was checking like some of the stuff like this week, and I'm yeah. like, "Yo, he actually lyrical." <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate <laughs> so that. Yeah. That works for lyric. Fourteen yeah. um, A Street. We we we're gonna get to that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which was your second EP? Yeah, it? yeah, my yeah. second EP. You are really uh, personal, like emotional. Like this, this album. Like, like I was, I had my headphones, and I, I had yeah. to like stop and like just check it out. Like, yeah. Um, can you tell us a bit about uh, before you get to Calgary and how sure. you get to Calgary? Because uh, because you you're not born here, right? No, no, no. Okay. I wasn't born here. Where are you born? Born and raised in the Philippines, man. Oh, wow. So my mom's uh, Filipino, my dad's Chinese. Yeah. So yeah, I, I put that out in the lyric and uh, home from fourteen from the fourteen A Street EP. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> I got a new question here, but and um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was born and raised in the Philippines, in Baguio City, northern part of the Philippines. Moved here when I was um, 21, mm-hmm. 21, turning 22 at the time. So that was four years ago. I'm 26 now. You moved here with your family? No, by myself, man. Moved here by myself on a workers program, and afterwards what, I was like, sure. "What made you want to move here, like, like especially Calgary? Like, how did you find this, the, the, the place?" Uh, moving was always the idea. As a matter of where was the big question mark. Mm. So. Like moving here, uh, my uncle was here, okay. and is still here. 
Um, so that was a, the bridge that had me go here. But my family originally was supposed to migrate here. It, it was a plan a few years back. Mm-hmm. But then that plan just didn't really come full circle. So someone else had to move and luckily yeah. my uncle was was here. Then I moved here. And then since moving here, it's just been a, the biggest struggle of my life, which made me grow up fast. Because back home, I was doing a lot of foolish, stupid stuff oh, back yeah. home. So it's just youngin'? full of yeah, full of full of stupid stuff back home, and um, yeah, um, even though I was in my twenties, I was still into some bullshit. Mm. And then moving here was what made me grow up fast, like yeah. um, because you're like yeah, on your own, and on your own. Like I didn't have no security, um, didn't know where I was to go. Five, six houses was oh, wow. it's all it's been a switch up every now and then, yeah. like. For a point in time, in my first two years here, I've been living off my luggage, man. Oh, really? Like living off my off my luggage, like no closet whatsoever. Yeah. Because it's like if I put everything in a closet, I'm gonna have to pack it up real quick. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm gonna go out the next day, all my clothes are folded on top of a bag right away. And yeah, it's just it's just um right now is a I'm in a point in my life where there is more security, but I'm still haunted by paranoia and like mm-hmm. what's going to happen tomorrow but I mm-hmm. try to live in the moment mm-hmm. but yeah moving here was for greener pastures um back home honestly back home there's nothing too stellar for me back home yeah. the opportunities money was so hard to come by yeah nowadays I know money's never still easy but it's still you know it's um it's in a better spot where yeah. as opposed to where it was at how did you pull through like those those times because it seems like you went through quite a bit uh yeah how did you to like, what would be your advice to someone that go through something like like that? Because yeah, seems to be. Um, I love I love that question, man. I'll say I do. Uh, the because it's gonna my next project is gonna talk about how to get over somewhat nice. of how you get how I got over it. Yeah. Um, and my current projects is still talking about what I experienced and how I got over mm-hmm. it. But for a point in time, I was like. I was so hateful about a lot of things. I was so mm-hmm. negative about a lot of things. Like every single day I would like call my mom and I would bitch about random stuff. I would yeah. like complain about random stuff yeah. and say that, no, I don't want to do this. I don't really like, I, I'm, I was close to giving up. And then music was still there, but it wasn't there because at the time I was in a very, you know, secluded position, isolated. I didn't have my own freedom at the time. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards when I was, getting to a point of ending that point where I was sort of imprisoned. Oh, wow. It was, um, music came in. So tracks like Escape came in. I'm like, I'm close to an escape. I'm close to a breakthrough where I would be able to live my own life as opposed to being under someone above me who's trying to tell me what to do. So... Yeah, it's for me. I found was my escape. escape your first single, like after, like yeah, after, that got you back into the music. Yeah, I had singles escape. before that, but yeah. they weren't really telling the truth about me. Yeah. I was trying to rap like someone who I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I still get ridicule from haters and all that. Like, yo, you, you try to rap like J Cole, you try to rap like Kendrick. Honestly, in my mind, I don't really care yeah. because like they're the guys who I listen to, yeah. and to be compared to someone of that magnitude, I find okay. it as a compliment. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. You're comparing me to Colin Kendrick like I spit like them or tried to be like, well, thank you if I pull it off in your eyes. That's what I would say. But going back to that, I was like before I had tracks which weren't really as um, truthful Mm -hmm. to the scenario. Mm -hmm. And then Escape came along and that was like the most 
truthful and it made me feel good. Like from a really bad spot, it made me feel really, really high without any substance. That it's like, oh, music made me feel so high yeah. because I got it out. Yeah. And then it slowly all came out and came out and came out and came out. And then, yeah, for me, like people, it's I, my advice to people is like, you know, it doesn't have to be music. Find mm. something which you feel a high off. Mm. Substance, sure, but that's only temporary. Yeah. But if that keeps, you know, your boat floating, then go for a substance. But for me, find something which keeps you going. Like, in my mind, I always had this coat, like, beside my bed every morning. In adversity, there's opportunity. But the thing is, like, the opportunity wouldn't present itself to you. It's up to you to look for the opportunity in those times. Like, it's like, for me, I just found it through music. Uh, Who knows? I might have found it through other stuff, but... For people who are going through, you know, adversity, I think, you know, take your time, let it all sink in. The opportunity would present itself yeah. to you at the right time. Yeah. Just embrace it. Yeah. That's what I'm uh, man, <laughs> preaching, man. Yeah. Preaching on yeah. us, man. I appreciate that. I bet some of them will appreciate that there too. Yeah. Uh, 148 Street, like, so that, that there's really a connection to, to that, yeah. that EP because that's why I was like, okay, this dude is really personal in his stuff. How did that come up? to be because that's you did most of all those like here in Calgary so in yeah, four years yeah. you released like two EP and single yeah. so how did 14th Street came out to, to be because uh, my plan originally was um, there was 14th Street wasn't supposed to exist I was like one EP what's in the name I'm happy I'm mm-hmm. going to let that run for a whole year and then I'm going to make another one and then I had another surge of uh, ideas and I'm like 14th Street so 14th Street was um for like four years since moving here, I never had security, no mm-hmm. place where I'd know I'd live at. But the only place I've found which would be close to home and which would be, you know, um, where I could find refuge at was 14A Street. Uh, the people primarily who live along that house in 14A Street was the people I could run to in times of adversity. Like, mm-hmm. I've never had anyone I in the past I knew I could run to like right now I have a pretty good solid team and yeah. a pretty solid set of friends who mm-hmm. you know when shit hits the fan I could go up to them and tell them yo I need this right mm-hmm. now but I'm gonna work my way up to get to pay you back eventually because yeah. yeah. I don't want handouts of I want to give someone back something eventually mm-hmm. and um what happened was um 14A Street that was just like when everything was just a shit show I would, that was my home for mm-hmm. a while it wasn't my permanent home but it was just like, yeah, the people here make me feel hope that despite when things would come dark, I could go to 14A Street and that was my home. So, yeah, all the songs about 14, on the 14A Street EP talks about me dreaming from mm. a basement room I was renting back then to me missing home or talking about the stuff I used to do back home. Yeah. So, yeah, 14A yeah. Street was just mainly me talking about this isn't permanently home but for now it is it is check out 14 street guys this, yeah. this is a dope 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 project man yeah. I, I love that project thank you man just so again and related to this uh your beat selection yeah. are just off the chain bro thanks man. like i the word that comes to mind is um contemporary old school if i may say yeah, yeah. like it seems like you have like some old school style of it but it seems so new and then like current yeah. Like, how do you go about selecting those instrumentals, and, and do you do you purchase them? Do you? Yeah, 
Um, for the past two EPs, uh, What's in a Name and 14A Street, I purchased them. Especially like Escape. Escape, I own I own the beat to Escape. And I, yeah. to, to Escape now, like, for legal purposes, I, I own it. For also the other beats, I've, like, purchased them and owned them for legal purposes, yeah. too. How much do you purchase them? For Escape, I was just blessed, man. Like, shout out to Origami from Australia. Like, or for Origami's know. watching this. Like, Origami, man, like... I'm gonna tell him our secret, but yeah, for uh, for escape, he gave it to me, man. Like he really liked what came out, and he's like, "Yo, here's a paperwork, man. All yours." Wow. Um, Full hundred, like hundred yeah, percent. I still throw some on his way, just cause like we have a formula. And some of the beats came from him too. It's like, yo, what do you think of this? I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's just, I'm just so happy right now in a state of music where it's like. Before I was so outcasted, where like I don't know where to go for recording, I don't know where to go to have someone DJ for me. But now it's all circling to I have a team besides me to make the beats. I have a team who helps me make the beats, mm-hmm. and I have a team who helps me record the tracks and brings the music to life. And um, yeah, for the other tracks, it's just the tracks which I think are like solid but aren't really worth owning, worth paying hundreds of dollars for, are like do the standard 120 yeah but for the tracks which i feel like are oh yeah this is super close to heart i'd pay a couple of hundred for them oh, just wow. because like i'm like yeah it's something which really got traction something which really felt close to heart so it's an investment yeah like music is an investment yes. and then if you invest enough in it you get something back at mm-hmm. the end it may not be the whole plate but you get a nice cookie at the end yeah yeah, yeah. And the bass will be 120 for the instrument yeah about, yeah about that about around that like 120 to Top's probably 500 Above mm-hmm. that, I honestly couldn't afford it. So, yeah, yeah I'm just being real, man. Yeah, I ain't got like, that rapper money. People yeah. think I got that rapper money. I ain't got, I ain't got shit, yeah. man. I got nine to five, so yeah. that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. What's the day in the life of, uh, of Lyric? You say you have a, a nine to five. So yeah, um, nine to five, I work at a special needs school, man. So I'm an instructional oh, nice. assistant at a special needs school yeah. at the Calgary Quest School. Yeah, shout out so, to yeah. Calgary, <laughs> Calgary Quest. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, just working with children with disabilities and it's really fulfilling other than that i have another job which is doing respite care same same field um special needs care but more one-on-one that's crazy what yeah. got you into this like uh, that was my whole ticket to canada man that's yeah. my whole ticket to uh, whole ticket to getting my residency yeah yeah it just so yeah, yeah it just uh paid off and eventually was like one of the most, I'm a type of guy who really doesn't know what I want in life. Mm. Even way back when I was going to college, I didn't really know what course I wanted to take. Yeah, I only knew that I wanted music so bad. But then I was smart enough to know that this would never, eventually this could probably pay the bills, but it's, there's no security in it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I wanted to do something more um, to have security because mm-hmm. I, I always wanted security. I'm a guy who's happy with a sense of security. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, it's just working at Calgary Crest or working with these special needs kids in general, it's like fulfilling for me. Yeah. When you see how they react to you or they listen to you despite their disability and they take in the things that you say to them in a positive note for their life, it's just, you know, fulfilling that you make an impact to someone who the society thinks is broken. Yeah. But they're not really broken. They're just misunderstood yeah. at a time. They just can't express themselves in a full way. So, yeah, it's just... And this one kid who I do respite care for, he, like, knows all my songs. Goes off my SoundCloud, and that's one of the best feelings in the world for me. It's like, 
this kid has major disabilities. Like he probably, well, he could end up with a job eventually, but he couldn't probably be, you know, do what regular people do. Mm-hmm. But he, he listens to the stuff I do. He sings the songs. He sings the hook wow. escape. So I'm like, man. that's probably one of the best feelings I would I'm have, man. You. And yeah, it's just, yeah, that's my regular day for me. It's yeah. just a nine to five, hanging out with some friends and then doing music. That's just the me, man. Power of music. Yeah, right man. There. This is amazing. So how I'm do like, you come up? So a, a quick on the music side yeah. of things. Um, and let's talk about your latest track, Caught yeah, Up. Yeah. Uh, what does Caught Up mean to you and how... How, what's the writing process and the beat process and for make a dope track like this like caught up give me a little story of caught up right there caught up was the nail to break my writer's block so mm. i've been busy last year like what's in the name dropped in august and then 14a street came in september mm-hmm. a couple of shows came in october november like i was just busy promoting october shows came in video shooting for escape November, I premiered Escape. Shout out to 10 out 10. Benny Shout J. out to 10 yeah, Benny, Benny Every J. episode, man. Yeah, Benny J. Benny J. Shout out. 10 out 10. Benny, Rico, uh, Joff, <laughs> Tatiana, the whole squad, Darcy. Shout outs. Um, Shout out. So, yeah, 10 out 10. Benny was gracious enough to allow me to show um, Escape, premiere Escape. Like, I sent him a private message of it. Dude, this is a bit... Because, like... For me, Benny's like one of the guys who I reached out when I moved here. Yeah, how's the hip hop scene here, man? Yeah. And Benny like embraced me with open arms. Yo, this is a hip hop here in Calgary, man. And then um, I dropped What's in a Name. And the Humble Giants, man, shout out Half Cut. Um, they, uh, they, uh, too, man. man. I saw them at Pusha T. They opened for Pusha T. <laughs> and I was there early and I was watching Pusha T. And I was like, that's sort of what also added some more gasoline to like, I want to make more music. Mm, mm, mm. So it's when I saw him open up with Who the Livest, I was like, yo, yeah, man. Yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah, that track is like, that track is, when I hear that track, it always gets me bumping mm, and it mm, always mm, makes me like, yo, Benny, rock, Benny. And then um, uh, I released What's in the Name and then I saw Benny like gave Escape mad props. A lot yeah. of people gave Escape mad props. Mm. I find it's one of my good tracks, but I, could, I know I could still do better. I'm still mm-hmm. growing at it. Yeah. And um, caught up is dope, man. Thanks, man. I, pre- I really appreciate that. And uh, I showed the video to him, so, so I told him, Benny, we're doing a video for Escape. It's like, yeah, man, yeah, man. And I sent him a private DM, here's the video. Um, and I just took a shot at it. I was like, Benny, what do you think if we premiered this at 10 out of 10? I don't want to be too selfish because I know it's not just me, it's not the lyric show, it's the whole Calgary show. Yeah. And then he was gracious enough. Like, he said it so perfectly. Like, I was worried the whole night. Like, I came there after work. And then the projector screen wasn't there. And the sound guy for, at Commonwealth was, like, stressed out. And I couldn't blame him because he had a lot on his plate. Yeah. And then Benny was just like, yo, chill, man. I got it. I got, I got it. it. And then I was in the middle of the whole set list. And, I, and that was a dope set. I had Anthony Almighty there, Max oh. Julian. Oh. And, yo, the guys I really respected in the, in the scene. Yeah. Um, they were in the lineup, the same lineup as well. Ty Young was there. T-Bear was there. And I'm like, uh, midway, I don't know, like, no one was giving me any clues. Like, when was the video show? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly the lights go out and then the video shows and then Benny, like, orchestrated it so perfectly. Like, it was like, and then people were like from getting their drinks, like it was a packed 10 of 10, man. It was a yeah. damn packed 10 of 10. 
And they, I think you were there. You were there that, that time in November, man? I don't think so. Like, You've been to a lot of them, so it's yeah, hard to remember. Yeah. So it's like, and a lot of people like went up and then I went. And then afterwards, after the video played, people were cheering and there was no introduction. Then suddenly Rico played home and just yeah, jumped yeah, on stage. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, yeah man, up to now, it's, it's one of the best memories I still have. Yeah. Every time I reminisce about November 8th or that November 10th, 10 at 10, Remember the name, I still the, like, the day, the yeah, time, man, it's like bro. one of the best shows I've ever played in my life. Like afterwards, after I said the last lyric from home, finally, man, I can say that I am home. People were like all cheering and I'm mm. like, yeah, shit, this is what it's about. And then I was like, do you want me to play Escape? Yeah. And then Rico suddenly played Escape. And then I had that like sort of J. Cole moment. I yeah. termed it as a J. Cole moment where it's like everybody was like, and I've been thinking about yeah. it all. And I was like, I was literally tearing up on stage. I was like, damn, man. Like I took my like I, I took my glasses off and I was wiping tears off. I, I wanted to Snapchat it, but I was too blown away yeah. to bring my phone out. And then it was just like, you know, afterwards, it was just mad love from then. And then I kept the energy going. So December, I was like, I told my team, I was like, man, I'm not going to do another EP. I'm just going to do singles, okay? Mm -hmm. First came in a week and then ride, I, I wrote rides. I'm like, yeah, I'll release it as a single. And then afterwards, so, hold up, hold up. I don't want to release it as a single. I want to, I have another track called The Summit. Let's record that and let's make it as a dual single. And then... It's like, okay, are we going to drop it now on Facebook? I'm like, wait, I have another one, man. I have forever. Okay, so we have an e a three-track EP. Okay, that's Project December. And then yeah. we did another EP. And then I took a break, a bit of a long break. I was in a hiatus. Like, I was like, I wanted to write music. Hmm. But I was like, no, nah, I need to feel more stuff. So I just, honestly, at the Calgary Quest School, I, start, I just started there. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a new job for me, new experience for me. And um, I was in a writer's block because I was too preoccupied with a lot of stuff. And then I dropped um, Caught Up. Like, the beat came. And I was like, what should I do with this? Mm. And then I just... Did you get this online, the beat? Or did you... Yeah, uh, oh no, homie gave... Or origami gave it to me, man. Oh, so, man. guy Shout who made this... Origami, man. He's uh, making the guy who made this game made yeah. Caught Up. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. like, yeah. So, um, he get, uh, I got the beat. And I didn't know what to do with it. Like, it was sitting there for two weeks. And then one late night, like really late night, I was just laying down. It was cold outside. I started humming and I started saying, caught up, thinking. I was like, oh, damn. And I stood up, wrote the whole night. The next day, I was like, yo, Shane, I got something. Then we got, <laughs> went to the studio. Then we got it down, caught up. Oh, and yeah. it was like, because I was overthinking too much mm -hmm. on what I want to sound like mm -hmm. on my next track. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like I couldn't, man, I was too pressured. I'm like, man, what's the next escape? What's the next 14A Street? Like you know what? I'm just not gonna care. Just let it go through. I was and caught up is just basically about overthinking. It's about gotcha. me overthinking on. Yeah, which is you saying there. Yeah. And I was like smoking, drinking again, but going back to my old vices. Now I'm regulating it more. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, yeah, I've been overthinking about the people at my workplace. I want to please everybody. I want to please not just that. I want to please people at the shows. I want everyone to be on my side. But I was like, you know what? You can't please everybody. No. Eventually. The people who back you up are going to be the ones to be there when you fall down. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, Caught Up is basically about, you know, me not trying to impress you. And the hook there is why is it hard. You're impressive still. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. And it's just about, like, you know, the hook there is like, um, why is it hard to search for truth? 
So it's just like be basically like uh, I'm going back into the workforce again. I'm going back into I'm go- getting deeper into the music scene. Mm-hmm. So what is really the truth for me here? Mm-hmm. Like, is it really good for me to invest feelings and in being friends with this person? Or should I be really wise to choose yeah. who I go with? Mm-hmm. So the caught up was basically about, you know, overthinking. Yeah. Try, but basically the message was try just to be yourself. Yeah. That was uh-huh. what it was about. Dope song, man. If you guys want to check uh, Caught Up, it's like on soundcloud.com like, slash lyric music. Yeah. 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 And uh, Spotify too, man. And Spotify. Spotify. Don't iTunes. forget to Spotify. Right? Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. Uh, Spotify quick. and iTunes. My man. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. A couple more questions. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's almost the end here. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you have two songs that you could give let our audience here like check it out like the last few songs that you checked out that kind of like move you what well one or two track uh damn that's hard man i want to say escape but escape has already gotten a lot of traction okay. and I, ha- i put a lot of heart to all the other songs too so if people want to check songs out um it's not be from even any other artist like song that you've heard personally that was like okay guys oh this is what lyric listen to Check those two because those are freaking of local artists. Of course, local artists. Yo, check out. Could I name three people yeah. or two? Like three. Check out. I want to say "Can I Live" by Aye. Yeah. Can I live by Aye? Levitate by my homie Kares. Damn. Kares. Right. Yeah. Levitate. Levitate. Kares. Kares is like K. K slash R I Z. R I Z. Nice. And uh, "Can I Live" by Aye. Aye. Nice. So, yeah. All right. Two people that you would advise us to interview next. Two people come out here next. Uh, my homie, Prophet. Nice. No Imagination, Prophet. Yeah. Um, his uh, EP or album just dropped, The Bear Market. Yeah. And other than Prophet. It's like on iTunes, too, and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Prophet is dope. He was on Wawa CR Gem, actually. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Prophet. Good. And uh, Rebecca Jans from... Uh, the Honor Roll Collective, same with the same campus Kira's. Nice. Two dope artists, Rebecca Jans. How do you write there. the Jans? J A N Z. Rebecca Jans. Rebecca Jans and Prophet. So all my right. two homies all there. Right. I got those two. We got those two noted. Yeah. Um, all right. Just, it's a question I always want to ask. If, Go on, if you have one producer, if you could have one producer produce one album, who would that be? Like local producer no, or just around the world, you can choose around the world. Yeah, damn. Uh, I'd love to have right now. I'd like, man, it's so hard. Just one? Is it just one? Is it just really just me one? Two. I give you okay, two. Okay, I want J Cole and K Tronada. K Tronada and J Cole to Woo. produce a lyric album. And yeah, Ugh, K Tronada and J Cole. I'm a huge J Cole fan. Yeah. I'm not. I used to be so paranoid to say it, but now. I'm just just sticking to it because yeah. no matter if like people I I've heard J Cole comparisons people saying like he bites off J Cole too much, I don't really care because he inspires the hell out of me. So I'm like, what inspires you? You emulate it, but I'm not trying to be J Clone. Yeah, I'm no yeah. clone. Yeah. but yeah, it's like it's just um, like the getting started. Like Kendrick yeah. said, he sounded like Jay Z when he started. Yeah, like it's, it's you started and eventually, well, your sound gets developed. But the fact that you have those tough people as reference and influences Thanks, man. give you like a higher level to reach right yeah. away like and I, I, said, I pressed play on the on soundcloud and spotify and i was like dude this guy is crazy thank so, you man oh, appreciate, appreciate it. it um all right our last question before i let you go here uh why yyc why calgary 
Why, 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 see? Oh. I prepared for this, man. You did? I for this. Before going to DJ Quick yesterday in the shower, I was like, why, 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 see? Because I've watched your episodes and I'm like, why, 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 see? Honestly, for me, at the, at the start, I wanted to move to Vancouver or Toronto. Um, but I was like, I've started a lot in Calgary. I've suffered a lot in Calgary. It's a mix of highs and lows. Um, the thing is, like, artists in Calgary, and I get it, um, Vancouver and Toronto have bigger platforms. So local artists here who feel that the pool here isn't really big move to those cities. And I respect that move. I respect that move. It's a ballsy move. But for me, I think it would be better to like artists from those cities or artists from California and New York. Yeah, I'm playing a show in Calgary. Who's in Calgary? Oh, the Humble Giants are from Calgary. Yeah. Oh, AYE's from Calgary. Sincere Max Jones from Calgary. Lyrics from Calgary. I want people to say that, that these guys are from Calgary other than, because, like, you know, people say, oh, I'm going to Vancouver. Oh, yeah, Sunreal Snack, the rapper is from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Toronto. Of course, Drake, D-Pride, shout out to D-Pride, is in, uh, is in Toronto. But the there's no one yet in Calgary. Like, there's a lot of people who are at that level but are in Calgary. And that's what I want eventually in the future. It's like someone's going to play a show local or major artist that's going to play in Calgary. Wanted to say that. Yeah, these guys are from Calgary, so yeah, that's pretty a pretty dope scene to play at. Yeah. So that's why YYC, man. It's like why, why, build where you are at. Yeah. Other than what other thing we can do to get to that level? Do you think to get to that level? The level of like yo, humble giant sign Calgary, you know, AYE lyric yeah. in Calgary. What's missing, and that that we can do to yeah. Honestly, for me, I think what's missing. And this is good. I may get people hating on me for this or not, but this is my opinion on it. Yeah. Like, put more local artists who deserve to be on those shows to be on those shows. Mm-hmm. Bigger, small shows, and also not just for the promoter side, but for the artist side. Any show that is given to you, grab it. Mm. Regardless who, of whoever you're, whoever you're opening for, grab it. It's because you don't know who's going to listen. You never know who's going to be in that crowd. Regardless if it's like, you know, a different, not, not really a hip-hop crowd, it's breaking barriers. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you always perform at a hip-hop show, then you're always just the, seeing the same people. But if you open for shows or guest at different shows, you're breaking the barrier and you're showing the people that, hey, this guy's pretty dope. I didn't know rap could be like this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know rap was... Because right now, still, there's still that stigma yeah. on rap that rap is about violence, rap yeah. is about drugs. And you know what? That's what it's about. Rap circulated around adversity. People see it as a bad thing, but, you know, adversity was never a good thing. Yeah. So, for me, it's like if... To get to that level, I want like them to say that, yeah, I hope acts that are those specific those those acts and also like right now the guy who's killing it in the game i'm i'm really glad easy mac is on those big shows i really admire easy mac man shout out to mac barrett easy mac, mac. Barrett was on the show episode three just yeah i really Good respect guy. that guy the hustle of easy mac how he markets himself it's really inspiring mm-hmm. and i hope like also other artists who are uh get inspired by artists like that to mm-hmm. hustle that way mm-hmm. and to um work their way up to get to those shows to amplify their sound. Yeah. And not just, you know, work work music that's going up. Mm -hmm. Attitude also evolves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not in a way that involves skyrocketing your head, but still grounded, but, you know, having a bigger imagination of things, man. Thank you, man. 
Yo, Very thanks too, man. Yo, thanks, that. man. Thanks for having me, man. Well, uh, can you let our audience uh, with a few few words and where they can reach out to you, check the music, yeah, uh, support lyric. Word. Uh, so yeah, um, my Facebook page is gonna be facebook.com/lyric403. Instagram lyric l y r i q u e403. Spotify, just type in lyric and iTunes. Type in lyric. L-Y-R-I-Q-U-E. L-Y-R-I-Q-U-E. It would automatically pop up. Um, go on to... Like, I have a couple of shows coming. I hope I get to see y'all on uh, June 28th. That's Wednesday next week at Festival Hall. Oh, nice. The one big jam. Yeah, shout out to Chris Merrick. Um, June 30th at Night Owl. I'm going to be opening for uh, Doom Squad on their LSD tour. Shout Ooh. out to Doom Squad, Kripal. He's on one. Okay, keep going <laughs> on one. Yeah, um, July and July sixth. Yeah, I hope to catch y'all, and I hope there's still tickets available for Charlie Tune of Jurassic Five. So I'm gonna open for Charlie Tune of Jurassic Five on July sixth. There are other shows that are gonna come on, but I want to keep it on hush hush yeah. for now, just for promotion's sake. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to also uh, local clothing brand Legal Hustle Clothing. Legal Hustle. Oh, shout out to Albert. Yeah, Legal Hustle all day. Nice. And yeah, my homie Ali. A friend, Ali, Ali Gauthier. I know she's watching right now. She's not, but yeah. She, yeah, she, she, yeah, she, thanks for DJ Quick last night. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the shout-outs I could give. Oh, my, my, my band, too. So, plus, shout-outs to Shane Fortier and Taylor Music. Check her out. Check Rome. Oh, yeah. Jesse. Yeah. June 28th, we're going to see you with a band. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And Telly, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. YYC. Yeah. YYC YYC Records. Big shout out to Lyric, our guest on episode 7. Moving on up, man. Let us know what you think uh, on the social, email, chat to us. It's the usual, man, right? YYC is a subdivision of YYC Records. Feel free to check the website at yycrecords.com. Also like, follow, subscribe on various social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, where you can also check the video to this interview and all at YYC Records. Graphic by Neil Bromley. Admin by Kirsten Bromley. Picture and video by Amir Fuck. Music by your host, Telly Bomb. And I hope you enjoy it.